Yo, what's going on? <laughs> Broke emotion. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So uh, today is Wednesday, August 10th, 2022, and uh, season nine, episode 85. Yeah, buddy, we're working it. Uh, feeling pretty good about this one again. Today, we're talking a little bit about uh, a little bit about my a little bit about my story when I first started off uh, in Philadelphia and started off my business. Uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty rocky start here in Philadelphia. It was um, a lot of unexpected turns. Uh, it was a pretty harsh, <laughs> pretty harsh wake up uh, to reality. Uh, I got slapped in the face by reality because, uh, like in college, I was that dude. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was just say, "Hey, I'm Jerry Washington," and life just happened for me. It was amazing. <laughs> and then I got into the real world and oh my God, that was not the case at all. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? You don't care? I'm Jerry Washington. What's going on? I mean, not only was I in like an unfamiliar town, but I was like uh, doing something I never done before, which was like uh, live on my own and like have a job and pay bills. And I was like, I was just a fish out of water. <laughs> it was just it was wild, but uh, because of that, I got a lot of experience in a very short amount of time of how to make it happen, how to make it work. And I tell you, it's it's not simple, uh, but it's actually very easy. I should say it the other way. It's not easy, but it's very simple. <laughs> in fact, I have three quick tips today that will give you some, uh, yeah, it'll be a good catalyst if you feel like you're stuck. Uh, because sometimes we can feel like uh, we're, we're trying to be patient, but things just aren't working out. And you just feel like, oh man, I can't believe that this is like not working out the way I wanted to. I'm going to just keep on trying and I hope that it works out. Or it could be the flip side where you try something for a little bit and you're just like, nah, and you just stop, you know, and then like you like maybe the next day you probably would have got it. So uh, I'm here to talk about like uh, a little bit about the balance of patience and impatience and of course, how you can achieve your dreams in a, in a reasonable fashion, not necessarily uh, saying that you're going to do it fast with these tips, uh, but you will feel that you are making progress in a consistent basis. And that's really what it's all about, right? That's what life's all about. It's, pro it's progressing from point A to point B. It's a constant progress. If once you're standing still, you feel unfulfilled. So in a way, we're kind of giving you a fulfillment episode on how you can live a better and happier life. So let's go ahead and get it underway. Season nine, episode 85. We're going to call this one Imagination Station. Lego!
All right, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> this is interesting because I was looking for some stuff. I was looking for uh, some fodder for Thursday. It's Throwback Thursday tomorrow. And I was looking for some fodder. I was looking through my old memes. I was looking through old emails, trying to see what I could find that I can add to uh, social media uh, as my perspective from uh, the uh, <laughs> throwback section. Uh, but what I ended up doing is I got distracted and I got inspired through my distraction. One of those very few times where distraction is actually beneficial. Uh, so I found something that was actually uh, a meme that looked exactly like a meme that I had posted beforehand. And uh, the, the meme actually said, uh, don't let time be the deciding factor into whether or not you decide to move on. So I was like, oh my God, I literally, and I'm looking at mine right now. This is my meme. I don't want time to be the deciding factor for you on whether you should continue to do something or not. So it was like, geez, <laughs> almost like verbatim. I was like, wow, I don't know who wrote that first. Was it me or the meme? So uh, either way, I was pretty uh, intrigued by seeing that. And it just kind of inspired me to uh, record this episode. And <laughs> I think it's a good one here today. So... <laughs> Patience, you know, patience is important, right? You know, like at one point, and on one side, patience is important because uh, a lot of times people try one thing uh, just for a few times and then they just give up. Uh, but on the other side, impatience is important because sometimes people just continue to do the same thing over and over again simply because they don't want to lose those minimal results that they get. That's actually called, I can't remember exactly what the word is, but I know that it is what's uh, uh, called a cognitive uh, uh, cognitive bias. And I can't remember. There's 25 cognitive biases. Uh, well, at least when I learned them, there's probably a few more now, but there's 25 main cognitive biases. And I think, uh, I think it's called loss aversion. Yeah, that's what it's called. I think it is. I think it is loss aversion. And essentially what that means is that we don't want to lose things more than we want to gain things. So essentially what that means is that, uh, we'd rather not lose something than to take a risk and gain something. Right. So to put that into example, we'd rather stay in a relationship that we're not happy with than to leave that relationship with the chance of finding somebody that might be better for us. And I know this is probably one of those. This is probably uh, one of those things that is uh, familiar to a lot of people because we have a well. We also have a high divorce rate, so it's maybe not the case for everybody, but uh, there are a lot of cases, you know, I've seen a lot of television shows uh, where that happens, you know, where you have somebody that's just sticking with the, the, the husband or the wife or whatnot, just for the, the sheer fact that they just been with them for a while and they're just used to their antics, right? So, uh, yeah, that's just one of those things that, like, you know, sometimes time is just not like that important when it's like, if you are feeling like you're suffering. So I want to give you a little bit of a, a little bit about me just for a brief second and give you some ideas and how we can take it to the next level outside of patience uh, into the actual realm of doing something and some practical solutions uh, to like find your way. If you're feeling like you're lost in your way, if you feel like you've been trying everything and you're not getting anywhere or you feel like you want to try some stuff while you're still doing your thing so you don't have that loss aversion, right? So you don't feel like you're losing something. You can just actually add these things into your life and it'll give you some wiggle room to kind of do uh, do both for a little bit and then kind of transition to the other thing. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to start off by saying that, you know, I was a, 
lower middle class kid growing up. You know, my mom was a single mom. Uh, so we, uh, but fortunately she was in the military, so we weren't really struggling too much. Uh, but we definitely didn't have, uh, everything, <laughs> you know, we were, we were living, you know, like I said, lower middle class, you know? Uh, so, uh, even though, even though that was the case, and even though, like, when I was younger, like, much younger, uh, I didn't have any athletic ability. I didn't really have anything special that I could offer. I really didn't know what I could bring to the table. So I just, <laughs> but I just knew that I wanted to do something great. Uh, I had a dream of, like, helping people because I knew I always wanted to be helped. I wanted somebody to just recognize me for who I was. And that that didn't happen until a little bit later on in life. Uh, so So I just wanted to help people. I wanted people to feel special. And so I, in the, in that process, you know, decided to move out to uh, Philadelphia and I got a job in that very sense. I was like a counselor uh, for a little bit in a, in a middle school as well for a, uh, for a camp. I actually started off as a, as a kind of a camp counselor, as a summer camp counselor. Uh, I moved out here for that job. I'm not going to talk about that job too much, but I will say that that job was not ideal and it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. Uh, and we'll just leave it at that. So, uh, needless to say, while I was making these transitions and trying to figure out my way, I stayed in basements. I stayed in uh, my car. Uh, yeah, I stayed in that car that actually didn't have reverse. I lived in that car for a, a like maybe a week or two. That wasn't fun. Uh, I also, I have a funny, funny story. I also lived in a storage shed and this is actually pretty funny. I, uh, found one of those storage, storage units, uh, you know, told them about my job. Uh, you know, they saw my car at the time I was actually kind of in a, in a weird place. I, I had made a lot of money. I was immature and I bought a Lexus. Uh, so they were like, you know, right away, I was like, hey, I just got some extra stuff I need to store. I had a Lexus, and they were like, oh, okay, no problem. I, you know, gave them my dollar. You know, you have those storage units you rent the first month for a dollar. So I was like, wow, great. I got a, a month of, 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 a month of like almost free rent, right? I got a place to stay for a dollar. This is great. Uh, so I, I stayed there for, I tried to stay there for the first month, uh, but after about two weeks, I started, you know, they started getting kind of weird. Like I started seeing the, the owners a little bit more, the management a little bit more. And I started seeing them later and later. And then, you know, I was trying to play it off, try to like, you know, leave and come back and pretend like I was like always constantly moving stuff. Uh, but they have cameras. I found that out later, but they have cameras. So they saw me and they, you know, uh, they approached me one day and they're like, hey, are you are you staying here? I'm like, no, nah, I just got a lot of stuff that I need to be moving in and out. So, you know, I'd even set an alarm. So like I would sleep for three or four hours and then I'd like get out and like pretend like I was moving stuff in and out. And then I go sleep for another few hours. <laughs> yeah, I was really trying to play the game, the system or whatnot. But they did actually like the next, like maybe a couple days later, they caught me at like three in the morning. Like, you know, you're sleeping here. I was like, uh, yeah, just tonight. They're like, no, we've seen you sleeping here. <laughs> so I was like, ah, so they kicked me out. So yeah, anyways, <laughs> I was hustling. I was trying to make it work. So anyways, I, I, I'm not trying to tell you that, like, uh, we're not going to say that to achieve your dreams, you need to live in your car or whatnot. Uh, but I do have uh, a few practical solutions that I use personally when I was hustling to try to like, you know, find my way while I was, you know, making my way. Uh, so first, uh, sell stuff. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of stupid stuff to sell. As I, you know, I, I see this is the thing because you're probably wondering like, how are you homeless but you had a Lexus? Here's the thing. 
I started off with a really not good job. And it, it didn't pay me a lot. Let's just say that. And so uh, I found a better job that paid me a lot. And then I found an even better job that paid me even more. <laughs> so like my first my first five years, I think I did that. Yeah, I did that first job for a year. Then I did that second job for about two years. And then the third job I did for three years. So <laughs> after those first five years, I was like, yeah, or first six years, I was like, yeah. And then I lost that, that, that third job. And then I was like, no. <laughs> so uh, I had like pretty much as like was spending my money on all kinds of silly stuff. Cause I just, you know, when you're young, you think you're just going to have that job forever, you know, especially if you're, you know, off out of, you know, a couple years out of college and, you know, you're making like almost six figures. And I was like, this is great. This is going to last forever. And it didn't. So I had to sell stuff and I'm pretty sure like you have stuff to sell. Everybody in this on this planet has extra stuff to sell. Even people that don't have anything could probably make something and they could sell stuff. So I did that. I literally like went on eBay. I walked around my house and I sold like little pieces of furniture and like baseball cards and just random stuff that I got like from airports around the world. Literally, like I sold stuff that I got from like when I was in Spain. I bought some stuff, some random stupid stuff. I sold it on eBay and you know it was pretty actually for pretty decent money. So yeah, I'm pretty sure you could find some stuff that you could put put on eBay or Craigslist and sell it if you if it's necessary. Again, these are like tips not necessarily not necessarily to live off of but if you're trying to make a transition and you need like a little wiggle room like a little bit of financial wiggle wiggle room you don't want to dig into your savings these are great ways to like get into that and like make things happen for yourself so you're not like so concerned with your job or your relationship or whatever it is where you need to find some some wiggle room so yeah sell stuff the other thing and the other side of that is don't buy stuff right like <laughs> of course you think like you need things things like food, right? Of course, like I'm not telling you don't buy anything. Of course you need food. But do you really need to be eating all organic, grass-fed, cage-free quail eggs? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But at the same time, you probably don't need like to be eating rice and beans every day. You know, happy medium, you know, like every once I'm not saying starve yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that yeah, you don't need to treat yourself every once in a while because we all need to treat ourselves. But do you need to treat yourself all the time? Maybe you can treat yourself a few less times, you know, like maybe you can find that happy medium. You don't need to be buying uh, shoes all the time. You don't need to be buying clothes all the time. You know, just find your happy medium. Don't buy a bunch of stuff. Again, these are kind of like financial, financial tips more or less to like give you that wiggle room, you know. So the thing is here is that like as you're trying, when you're getting your hustle on, the name of the game is practicality. You got to be practical with with your moves. So uh, if you're going out and buying stuff, uh, especially if you're buying stuff you can't afford, it's just it's it's you're going the wrong way. <laughs> so finally, finally, this is probably the most important one, and that's get help. And then I'm not talking about like counseling, although you know, for some people I wouldn't rule it out. You know, even you know, even some people, you know, look, you could even be like a fully functioning or you know totally mentally healthy person, but if you're in a situation where you just feel like you need a way out, you know, maybe counseling might help. But what I'm talking about here essentially is that uh, you got to let people in on your cause and they'll, they'll be more likely to be recruited to help you. And 
again, as I was saying before, imagination is important, right? If you can like visualize these things you want in your life, if you can like be one of those people that is not necessarily just, you know, spinning your wheels, treading water, just like trying to work harder and harder and harder at the same thing that's not working, uh, then that's not, obviously it's not going to work. Uh, but because we are all, all, we are all human beings that have an imagination, if you can, in that imagination, during that imaginative process, if you can actually visualize the exact thing that you want, then you can let people in on it. And when you let people in on it, that's when people can actually be recruited to help you. Think about this. There's like, there's a, probably a ton of people that are working really, really, really hard, you know, like custodians, you know, people that make, uh, that make minimum wage, like those people work really, really, really hard. I mean, I can tell you that because I know my mom was in that same boat. She was working like two different, three different jobs, you know, she Jamaican man. So she's working a lot of jobs to try to, you know, get, make sure that we had uh, nice school clothes. But at the same time, if you're only doing that working thing, nobody's going to be on your team because listen, you got to have a vision. People want to work towards stuff. People want others. People want value uh, for themselves. As I said that, said this in the last episode, you're the only person in the world that shares 100% of your own DNA. You are going to be for your cause. That means that other people are going to be for their cause. So if you can make your cause their cause, then you're winning. But People are just not going to see value in somebody that's working their face off for no reason. I mean, the reason obviously is so they can survive, but at the end of the day, uh, people aren't into that cause. You know, there are some people are that are into that cause or whatnot, but they're few and far in between. The real thing is that people are invested in themselves and they care about themselves and they want to know how they can help you so they can feel better about themselves or they so they can gain status or, or whatever value that you would be bringing to them. So in that case, you have to have some kind of vision of what you're working on. And then those people will jump on your team and life will be a whole lot easier. I mean, the thing here is that there's a lot of talented people out there. You know, if you don't have the patience to wait it out and, you know, if like, and if you're struggling to get by, I totally understand. I don't blame you. You know, like I said, I've been there. <laughs> I've been in that situation where I felt like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. But I just want you to consider that, you know, there are tons of ways besides just these three ways that you can, uh, that you can employ to make your, your life a little bit easier. You know, best of all, uh, they're practical and they're not all like woo woo and new agey, like, like, you know, the secret, you know, like uh, manifest it. You know, I'm not saying manifest it. I'm saying go out there and make some stuff happen. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they, they take on situations like it's them against the world. And I get that, you know, like there are a lot of talented people. You're one. There's 7.8 billion. You're not going to go against those 7.8 billion and win. But if you can get a few of those 7.8 billion on your team, yeah, well, <laughs> life is good. I mean, you, you just get one extra person. You get one more person. And guess what? You just doubled your chances of success. <laughs> right? Just like that. So, listen. The power, you know, what you might want to consider is the, is the power you have when you take over your own life. And we know, like I just said, like people that visualize, have that visual, people that have control of their life outside of just working their face off, you know, those people are going to be the people that are actually followed by other people. I mean, life is the only thing that you actually own. And it's my intention for you to make the most of it. 
All right, so that's what I got for you today. I really hope that you take this advice, you know, to try those three things. Obviously, like I said, you have an imagination, so you could probably think of some more things. But those are three practical solutions uh, that I use to help me become a little bit more successful in my life. And I'm not saying by any means that I am the, uh, the apex of my success, uh, but I am steadily climbing simply because A, I have patience, and B, I have creativity, and C, I've got people on my team. <laughs> and I think you can too. I'm on your team if you're up for it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Anyways, that, that does it for the day. I do appreciate you listening. I hope that you listen to more. You can do that by simply by subscribing to this podcast. I do hope that you also share this episode with your friends, family, and loved ones. I'm pretty sure somebody out there that you know might find value in this. All right. So I uh, will catch you later on um, Friday to be exact. So uh, you take care of yourself. And as always, keep good company. Bye.